I'm life and leadership coach, Tara Keach, and this is the Diary of an Inspired Leaders podcast. This is where you get to see inside the brain of a coach and leader as I navigate burnout recovery, growth, goals, life, love, and all of the in-betweens. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I wanted to share something with you guys that may impact the way that you think about your own thoughts. In the work that I do with my clients, when I work with you guys one-on-one, so often, because you have a human brain, there are thoughts that continually reappear that you can see coming, especially when we work together. You begin to detect these patterns and you keep seeing these thoughts and then you keep believing those thoughts, even when you know that they're no longer serving you. So I wanted to talk with you guys today about how to shift out of belief with these thoughts that seem like they're true and that feel really hard to let go of. Okay, first up, normalizing that your thoughts are working this way because your brain is doing a really beautiful job. There is a concept in in neurobiology called neural entrenchment. And what this means is when you think a thought over and over again, what's really happening in the physiology of your brain is that one neuron is firing to another neuron or a system of neurons that's firing to a system of other neurons. That is how we learn. These these brain connections actually form little trenches between those two connection points. That is how we know things. And the more intensely we have an emotion as we learn that thought, the deeper and wider that trench becomes. That means that that thought is easier to think. The other factor that helps your neural trenches get deeper and wider and easier to think is when you hear the same story or you see evidence that supports that thought all the time and everywhere. Now, your brain is wired to find proof of the thoughts that it thinks. This is, this is a bias that we all have. We want to be right. Your brain wants to prove that you're right. <laughs> if you've ever tried to argue with someone who you know was wrong and they just couldn't let go of it, their brain was doing a good job too, protecting its own integrity, <laughs> proving itself right or trying to. So in your brain, if you've got a negative thought going on, maybe it is some story that you've been telling yourself for a long time. Maybe it's a story that you were told about yourself, about your role in the world, about what you're capable of or not capable of, what you deserve or don't deserve, what your work and your interests mean and matter or what they don't. And now it's these thoughts that are likely part of your story, part of your inner narrative. And they happen so frequently and you've probably been holding on to them for so long that those neural pathways, that neural trenches, the entrenchment of those thoughts is a really, it's like a super highway, right? Like that pathway is super easy to take. It's a well-worn path. And so your brain wants to keep thinking that. Now, inside my brain is your coach. And in the coaching that we do, my job is to be a mirror for you, to show you when these thoughts come up. Sometimes, when I'm thinking about you planning for our session and thinking through your thought models, I wish that I could just flip a switch or snap my fingers and sort of like wake you up out of that thought or help you see another thought, but I can't. It has to come from you. It has to be something that you're willing to shift, that you're willing to relearn and reconsider. 
Now, I do want to encourage you that relearning is possible. Relearning is absolutely part of how you're wired also. There's this other concept called neuroplasticity. That means that your brain, that same gray matter that got entrenched in the first place, is capable of creating and learning new thoughts, creating new pathways and new trenches. Now, this takes effort or an intense emotional experience or reinforcement, okay? What that means for you when you've got a thought that you know is no longer serving you, that may be, in fact, holding you back. It is your work to, first of all, observe the thought and not beat yourself up for it, right? That thought likely comes with an emotional response or some sort of emotional cue. Maybe it's that you feel yourself pulling away from opportunities to have interactions with certain other people on certain topics in certain ways. Maybe you are avoiding (laughs) work or people. Maybe you just feel really down and you catch yourself in these thought loops. Those emotions are your flags to let you know that that thought is present. Okay, so recognizing it and not feeling bad about feeling bad, but listening to what's underneath it. Then it's your job to choose whether or not that thought serves you. And yes, choosing your thoughts is a thing. Once you have thoughts that occur at that liminal level, at that that level where you're able to put words to it, I'm not talking about subconscious, okay? I'm not talking about long buried thoughts. I'm talking about the thoughts that actually cross your mind. Those thoughts you have options about. And you can choose if you want to reinforce that thought and believe it. Or you can choose to be curious about it. In that curiosity, consider, is that serving you? Is this thought something that you want to keep believing? Is this thought something that you want to keep making true in your life? And if it's not, then it's the work of deciding what you want to believe instead. And here's a couple, a couple questions I encourage you to ask. This is loosely placed in um, cognitive behavioral theory, but one of the women and greatest thought leaders, honestly, I I believe of our time is Byron Katie. And she has a process called the work. And these are her questions. Is this thought true? Can you 100% know that that thought is true? And let's just say that maybe the thought is, I'm never going to be respected in this field, in this relationship. I don't deserve respect. I'm not going to be respected. Nobody respects me right? All those flavors of thoughts are sort of like bullet points under that dominant thought. Is that thought true? Can you know it 100%? And the answer is no. The reason that answer is no is because even if someone else has said that, it's still up to you to believe what they say. And I'll give you this. How many times have you received a compliment and you didn't believe it? Right? A lot. Because you choosing to believe what someone else says is your option. It only rings true if you already believe that thought on some level. So the thought, I don't deserve respect, I'm not respectable, I'm not worthy of respect. Is that true? 100% unequivocally true? And the answer is no. I mean, that's a spoiler alert, right? (laughs) That's not a true thought. So then, the next question in Byron's work is... Who would you be without that thought? Who would you be if you didn't have that thought, that neural automatic firing, that instant thought, if you chose not to believe that you were unworthy? Who would you be instead? 
What would be easier? What would come more naturally? What would not get in your way anymore? What would you feel more inclined to do? Now, sometimes, once you get this clarity and you answer these questions, it is easier to let go of those older thoughts. And sometimes those thoughts are really super sticky. And so I want you to ask yourself, how is you believing this thought keeping you safe? What is it protecting you from? Who would you be without that thought? Those answers that you just gave to Byron's question, who would you be without this thought? Being that person on some level likely feels new or uncertain, maybe to some degree unsafe. And so now we get really, really almost like cleanly rational. Like, are you willing to take that risk? Is this a thought that you want to choose? Or are you willing to be that person and take that risk and step into the new and the unknown of this identity that you could have without that thought? Is the risk worth it? And I'm not here to say that it is or that it isn't. I want you to decide if it's worth it for you, if it's worth the investment, if it's worth the risk, and only you know that. But I got to tell you, if you've made it this far into this podcast, there is a thought going on that does not feel good and it's no longer serving you. And I believe that that discomfort that you're feeling is your brain and your body letting you know that something's ready to shift. I believe that if you get to this level of thought, that it is part of your preparation to let go of those thoughts that are no longer serving you. And it can be this simple. It's not always easy, but it can be this simple. And if you are ready for a change, if there is something in your life that you're ready to grow into or let go of, that is exactly what I'm here to do to support you. As your coach, I would love to meet with you. Let's talk about what it would look like to work together and how I can support you, how I can be your neutral soundboard, your mirror back and help you design the future that you really want to step into. Even and especially when it's hard, especially when that fear is there and that uncertainty is there and it feels heavy, you are capable of this change or it wouldn't have occurred to you. And I would be honored to get to talk with you about how to make it real. That's it for today. I look forward to talking with you again in next week's podcast. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, you have got to join me in the Leaders Coaching Mentorship. This is where you get to receive coaching, mentoring, and you can learn the skills you need to live your most inspired life and love leading others. Join us today at theleaderscoachingmentorship.com.